Good morning, angels. Good morning. Ooh. I just noticed I thought I was holding cars up and I went to look and there's a car holding up like five cars back there. Anyway, good morning, angels. It is the ending of 2021 already. And it has been a year. You know, there have been a lot of things going on, and there's been many, many battles. Um, Spiritual battles are pretty much continuous. But um, most importantly, though, it's, it's a year that has brought many lessons. And uh, a lot of things have occurred, you know. Um, 2021, for many people, was just a whirlwind of madness. And right now, as I was just looking at the news on my phone, um, one of the posts that was posted that stated that uh, Colorado has already lost 580 homes and you know, certain amount damaged or something like that. It's just really bad with these fires in the wintertime. Colorado's having fresh fires in the wintertime. It's crazy. So anyway, um, but I'm not surprised considering something just recently happened in Colorado that um, was some sort of injustice that nobody's doing anything about. So, you know, heads are going to roll, man. I mean, we're living in a time where... Um, the reason why we have so many black people, the first to be in charge of this and the first to be put in that, the first person to do this is because something bigger is happening and, and you can't pretend that, um, you're not something when you are. And unfortunately the racial, um, you know, attacks and assaults have started up again and, and it's been pretty bad. And even though we on the ground might not know who's got a mask on and gloves on and sprayed their skin or bought one of those black face masks offline, you know, to start up, you know, to do things and make it look like it's black on black crime or whatever it is. But um, the aliens can see. (laughs) And so um, I just wanted to say that things are a little crazy. So we have to really, really do our best to just stay in prayer and and something wants us to to be concerned like you know I could pray but I think that we have to just trust our relationship and and trust you know what God promised us and in trusting our relationship and what God has promised of us it allows us to be able to um slide past and and just fall in the protection of the mighty God's wings as he promised But otherwise, um, you know, there's some other things going on. So my daughter got a new horse. Excuse me. Excuse me. So my daughter got a new horse um, as a present. You know, her, I picked it out, found it for her. And her dad took her and she purchased the horse. The crazy thing about the horse is, the horse is a, a young horse. They got his age wrong, absolutely by four years at least and he um is brand new to the world and things he didn't get trained really and because he would get so upset or seemingly upset he would scare people so um 
the first ranch that he got dropped at, which was a last minute ranch because you know as crazy why people can act, they um are like, Oh yeah, so you know, you got this amount of time once you purchase it, you know, he can stay here while you find some place to place him. And then suddenly, two days after getting it, it was okay. So um, you're gonna have to go because we're gonna have to fight. We got you gotta, you know, we gotta get out of here. I gotta leave back to my place that I live at in California. Whatever the story was, it was no longer you have time. It's suddenly within two days you have to find a place to put the horse. So we get a list up, you know, and and we find a place. Yeah, it wasn't the prettiest place, but it was like, hey. You know, and so that was just upon just a glance, basically. But once we got up closer to me, I didn't like it. It was dirty. It was negative, and the energy was way off. The horse could feel it. He didn't like it there. He was very stressed. You know, he was very stressed. But he could feel the energy that was there, and and he just, you know, didn't like it there. And so, um. He started getting real crazy and antsy, but this man who owned the place, he was an old red, now I don't even want to say rednecks because rednecks are cool. He was like a super hillbilly. And in him being a hillbilly, he um, was sneaky and crazy. And so he didn't have to have any real interaction with the horse, but he just couldn't leave the horse alone. But he was frightening the horse. And so in him frightening this horse, he was, um, you know, waving sticks at him and, you know, just scaring him. And so suddenly we get a call that says, oh, he jumped his stall. So in the beginning, it was like, okay, you have to teach him how to do this because he has to go in the stall just in case somebody has to take him out because he can't be out there in the rain when it gets cold. And it's like, well, he's always been out in the rain, when it, even when it was cold. He's a horse with fur. And he's even growing his winter coat. But anyway, and so this guy is like, I don't know, you know, so whatever. So Kelsey, you know, he's green. He doesn't know anything. So it took about 24 hours and Kelsey taught him how to go in the stall and he did it. So he's like, well, let's see if he could do it again. And he did it again. He even closed the stall behind him. And so, so that part was covered, you know, but these people, this hillbilly could not be okay with that because he really just wanted to harass my daughter and make her feel like she had no place else to take the horse. I don't know what he was his end game was. But, um, you know, here's me, the prank mom. So um, I got on that list again and God guided me and Kelsey guided my daughter to go to a new place and I reached out to them and, you know, you don't know who, who, what, what until you get the people. So they seem like really nice enough people, you know. Um, the husband was really awesome. He last minute showed up and helped get the horse on the trailer because that was another thing he did not want to do, that he was given hell and high water to do. And so it was just an interesting scenario. So um, with that said, uh, he, the horse, so we end up, you know, uh, getting the horse on the trailer and got him away from that hell hole, got him to the new place. New places, it seems like a sweet, different place, you know, like it's Noah's Ark, it's got all types of animals there, it's got beautiful horses there, and multiple horses, and it's just different, you know, it's clean, such a much better environment for the horse, and so, um, it's just, people have to be able to 
make sure that they know and respect things and and it being Kelsey's horse and her looking young and being black I, I want to make sure that people don't try because she's a trip where she just wants to get along go along get along okay you know that's fine okay that shit's annoying because then I look like a bitch so anyway so um she has to um so she had to the horse had his own little area but they too now suddenly are like oh yeah he's got to learn to go in the stall to eat like what like and so they had to explain why because we had already discussed with them what we had just gone through with this person like we don't like this quick changing shit but anyway so it started to work itself out the horse is not as psychotic as they assumed the people who gave him back three times different people because they were afraid of him afraid he wasn't going to calm down and so he realized you know i got somebody and i should probably listen and calm down super smart a super thinker he even leaned on this fence out of the small person's side to go out of where we humans go in and out because he wanted to go out so he figured well this is the gate i need to go out of and that fool leaned his big horse body on there until they lost until the the gate popped open he was able to get out and so luckily we were just pulling up you know but geez you know so anyway, but he was there just grazing, you know, with hanging out with the other horse. <laughs> and then when it was time though to put him in his stall to eat with the other horses, and he went in first, he went in without an issue, let her close it in, and he ate these chilling. And so that's a huge milestone. Those are milestones and it's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing. So um, so that's the new thing that's going on right now is we have a new family member, Slade. And it's cool because we have this S um stocking that we bought last year christmas stocking just to complete our names because it turns out our names all come out to the last name acre but we didn't have an s so we bought an s stocking and now slade is our s and so you know that's what's going on with that um i went back to work after you know taking some days off um seven days uh and i was back yesterday you know it's a lot of work to do people coming out of nowhere I guess they were trying to get in I am so not trying to do hair anymore guys that I honestly feel a bit like a retired hair designer because I really am just not trying to do hair and it's but my position is a behind the hair I mean behind the chair position so I do hair also as a manager so anyway so I was back in the chair yesterday you know I had stuff to do but I never got out on the floor so today I'm going to try to get out on the floor. But this morning I woke up extra early and I was tired and I laid back down, which made me even more fucking tired. And so then um, I had to take my daughter to the horse, you know, so she could uh, she could take the car on my days off. But, you know, my days off, I need my car. She chose a horse over a car. That's what happened. So, um, so I had to get out early and take my daughter over to the horse. And I really don't like leaving her there because, you know, we don't know those people. We don't know who's really on the ranch, but God is great. And I pray, you know, I send forth my mightiest, most powerful angels that never lose a battle to encompass about her and her mighty head to protection and keep her safe on every level. And then you just keep it moving, man, you know? But the sad part for me is as soon as I get in the house, I am like burning daylight to um, get my shit together and haul ass. 
work because I'm supposed to be leaving at 10 and I'm still in the car with six minutes to go and I have seven minutes to, to back to the house, 17. So, so anyway, um, I'm really burned out on, on this whole working thing, you know, nine to five type of bullshit. Um, I really, really miss my creative uh, filmmaking industry. I really would love to get back into the entertainment industry on that level. You know, this morning in my meditation, I kind of got a little sad for a second because I was thinking, you know, I'm 51. Like, I'm like getting like too old for people to give me a short unquote chance, you know? And so um, I started feeling a little angry a little bit <laughs> um, and thinking about, you know, um, the people that I worked with and, you know, the idea of being blackballed because I, there was a poor communication. And, you know, you often realize that black companies are often run differently. And that is what it is, but I'd rather just work with black people because at least I know that they're not punishing me or keeping me back because of my color. That shit is whack. So, I was thinking about, you know, um, you know, the lady who pretty much gave me a chance into the industry, who begged me not to burn a bridge or tried to coach me not to burn my bridge with her, I guess because she knew her temperament and that she was gonna be like, don't fucking make her call me if she wants to get back in this business or something, I don't know. But anyway, you know, and, but then I, you know, trust God, I guess, and on the level of trusting that, doesn't matter what they have planned for me. You know, 20 years out, thanks to somebody saying, tell her to call me, I called you, that's the part. Okay, if you call and make different, like meeting, greeting things with people in the industry, and they tell you to call your ex-boss and 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 you call her but she's not fucking calling you back like she's not calling you back she's not taking your calls in the way that you know i don't know what is expected you know it's all new i didn't have people you know going hey i got something for you hey i got something for you I really had to scratch and grind, you know, to get my little door open. And so, you know, I just figured I'd scratch and grind some more. Does everybody gain into everybody, right? No. <laughs> no. So we have to also just pay attention to how we are. We have to remember that there is a thing called love language. And in love language, um, you know, people don't know how to necessarily be loving and and West Indian people even if they're Americanized they have a very smart ass fucking personality type where they always have some smart ass shit to say and even though they could be the most loving most kind people in the world you might not get a chance to find out if you're American like me and you don't have time for the bullshit you understand because I really don't have time for people saying crazy shit to me like people don't realize that you know sometimes people grew up with a trauma of people talking shit, like saying terrible things to them, and they had to reroute their mindset just to get positive thoughts into their head and become positive people. So now you get into the workplace, or you go in, the, yeah, you go into the workplace, and you have people playing with you the way people talk to you when you were traumatized as a youngster. And so, if it was doing bad things for you then, why would it be doing good things for you now? So you know, adults, stop your bullshit in the workplace. Stop like acting like teenagers, like you're still in high school, still thinking it's funny to, 
you know, play the dozens with people when people don't have time for that when they're grown. And then, you know, it's funny because they, people, you know, want to play the dozens with you, but when you start playing them back, they get all freaked out and mad and insulted, right? And act like they want to fight people. So stop playing with people. So, you know, I said to my daughter, you know, it's a time where, you know, maybe, you know, I was looking at an article that was written about um, the some top entertainment women or women in entertainment for 2021 or whatever. And for me, I saw my boss, my ex-boss kicking ass, taking names all 2021. And so... I was excited for her because even though, you know, I am devastated that she blackballed me from the business and was willing to watch me struggle and live in Baltimore where my daughter was harmed and because she, her ego wanted to punish me for walking away. So, you know, I said to my daughter, you know, um, that's weird that they didn't put her out there. I said, she's a godfather woman anyway. But um, I said, but they would, you know, um, Comcast did the list of their top women in entertainment. And, you know, this lady runs BET, and I guess it's black entertainment television. They're a racist-ass freaking company that brought our black company. Like, somebody needs to buy it the fuck back. And, um, but, you know, she's running, and I guess when they hired her as a light-skinned black lady, they thought, okay, you know she gonna do what we want her to do or whatever and BET was a whole joke when she got it none of us watched it anymore you know it didn't have any great things going on about it at all and so when she took it and she was the VP of original programming it seemed like she got it back on track with the programs and even though it doesn't have Teen Summit and all these great things that it should have to help black people get back on track I feel like, um, you know, she still made it to where it's watchable. She made it to where black people in entertainment were honored to be, um, you know, to be nominated for awards. And and I just want to say that's a huge feat considering that when she first got there, we were like, nobody gave one damn about the new white-owned BET. So when I was looking at the list, you know, I took the time to scroll all the way down to the end. And she wasn't on the list. And I thought, you know, that's kind of bizarre, but typical. And, and you know, they're good people, like, where she wouldn't speak ill of the company she works for, you know. But um, it is it is kind of interesting that, uh, that they would omit her. Because, to me, 2021 seemed like a very good year for BET. And the woman running it. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's pretty sick. But anyway, um, I said to my daughter, you know, uh, you know, they maybe it's because she is, you know, not what they expect in being a soul sister number one. You know, a lot of people don't know that about her, that she cares about her people. She cares about the plight of her people. And so, you know, Connie, I love you. Like, God bless your heart. And I feel bad about it because I had to grow up and realize that not everybody loves the same way. So, you know, when you were mad at her for this or you felt like she didn't like you and you were like, I'm leaving this place, you know, um, 
she was like, damn, what's wrong with her? <laughs> but, you know, when I got old enough to remove myself and our relationship was far removed, there was no chance of kind of helping me. Um, then I was able to see it for what it was. And that's why I try to often talk to my daughter and my son and people, my husband, about the spells of witchcraft. Witchcraft, you know, the person who's doing it, they usually turn into a hag for being so wicked. But um, if not, they'll go to their elders who are already destroyed looking and they'll get them to help them. But witchcraft is serious, you know. Um, for me, the wickedness was really focused on my family. I was very close to them. They held me up in such a way. You know, my family, extended family in California would always visit me in New York and make sure I was straight and good. And they really did hold me up. They were a blessing to me. And so, um, and so my the wicked that was focused on me they you know were really the focus was on my family was on my career at the time I was in the hair business so the focus was trying to keep me from being able to get in the hair business so the hair business that was one of the key things that you know they wanted to keep me from was the hair business but I had so many things going on I jumped into the film business where I really wanted to be a really big deal for me huge thing like it's what I really wanted you know and so with that said um you know one of the key things was that I uh is that I just wanted to be able to um I wanted to be able to be blessing be a blessing you know um do what I love and, and I didn't want to be stopped, you know, from being able to, you know, do what I love. And so, you know, one of the key things was just staying focused, um, getting deep in prayer. We became like really a real praying family. Um, by the time my son, by the time I got the job in the industry, my son was four. And so, um, you know, nobody was expecting that you know and so once I was in that now you know because I was stalked so tremendously by my wicked ass um handlers that anything I was doing was just being watched so once I was there you know and then I started making moves then the energy came and it was becoming a hassle and and I felt like you know my boss wasn't for me and and she's opening doors for me and I'm still just so blinded that I wasn't seeing it and I was acting up I was opening the door for a demonic attack in the way I was behaving in my marriage so you know those are the other things sin helps them win that's something that I actually um had started saying you know years ago is your sin helps them win and and that's just a true fact you know that's a true fact so you know we have to pay attention to that because um our sin can very well help our enemies win against us so I just wish that um you know now I'm 51 you know Connie's like 53 and uh going on 54 I guess and so she grown we grown and maybe the Holy Spirit allowed her to realize that you know I didn't she wasn't loving right and I just didn't want to be a part of that and then you know the whole mess of it all I just figured I'd step back and raise my kids you know and have my second child and that's what I did. But now I feel like I'm a great asset to, you know, any company that I work for. I'm a great, great, tremendous asset. And I've even learned a few things where 
I, I've learned to stop allowing my emotions to um, control how I react to scenarios. And so, you know, that's a thing, you know, that's a thing. And so um, I feel like, you know, working in this company that I'm at right now and having the women that I work with right now, you know, I have the cutthroat. I have the, you know, there's so many different things and I have that, but I've had that and I've still been able to soar, you know, in, in just finding, you know, success in what I'm doing there. So that helps me know that, you know, I don't have to get involved in all the office discussions and the debates and, you know, but sometimes, you know, it takes time to learn that, you know, um, but, but, um, I'm just looking for, I'm looking for an executive position. I'm not looking for a, um, you know, super subordinate position where I'm like answering phones and shit. That's not what I'm looking for. I would love to be a part of a writing team, but I need to head it. I need to be in charge of the writing team. I, I, the only way, like, I'm looking for, like, I would like to work with people I've experienced already, like the lady that was my boss, you know, other people who were a part of that scenario that were older than me that can, you know, help guide me and understand me because they know what I'm like already. You know, I don't want to really have to deal with brand new people in the industry because it's such a phony fucking industry and people are so shitty and cutthroat and I just need to finally have people that I can trust like I've always said you know at this point where is my tribe you know and and then it makes me wonder if maybe and that's what I was thinking this morning that maybe I'll never have it because I just don't belong here you know as an extraterrestrial you know we want to because we forget why we came and stuff we want to like get back into like, you know, just being here on the planet and falling into the materialism and the different things and the emotion and the love and stuff. But in fact, we probably might not even be meant to experience any of this because we're not supposed to engage. We're supposed to be here for a reason. But our indoctrination of getting upon coming onto the planet can easily lead us to forget the reason we came to the planet. You know. So, I'm still going to have hope. I still pray that I'll be able to get into the business, back into the industry. I do have a lot to offer. I have products. I have me. You know, like, I belong in the industry of entertainment, and that is all. And so, I'm just going to see how God works it, because otherwise, I don't know, guys, right? And, you know, I love the candid me, because I know that, um, my enemies listen to my podcast, but I don't have any concerns because God is so amazing. This whole thing is his. Everything is according to his will. And as long as we walk in God's perfect will, we won't have to really, really be concerned. Yes, we would like things to be faster, move faster, but it's just not going to always work that way. So, you know, that's that. All right. So um, I just want to say peace, love, you know, um, we have a lot going on. I want you to just stay close to your maker and um, love on the people you love. Pray for them. Don't let your kids talk crazy to their family, to their adults, uh, fathers, mothers, you know, siblings that are older than them that are trying to guide them. Don't laugh and act like it's funny. You know, our youngsters really need proper guidance and 
the leadership that they have in the house. You know, even if they're able to lead their jobs and able to, you know, do certain things, have degrees and stuff. Not everybody, there is no degree to be had as a parent. You just have to fucking parent. So be a better person, be a better parent so we can get some better people. All right, peace. Peace.